So I had to, like, take a shower really quick before this, too, because I was dripping with sweat from walking the dog. It's appropriate. I also, I took a shower right before watching it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, we're talking about Psycho, and that's, like, the scene that everyone fucking knows. I didn't know that that scene happened, like, in the middle of the movie. I figured it would be toward the end. Yeah. Like, I, I, one of my notes that I wrote down, too, is, like, imagine, like, being like the first people to see that movie and having no idea what's going to happen mm-hmm. like the reactions people must have had like like yeah. to our eyes today that scene kind of looks a little bit silly like just because it's been parodied it's so been parodied much. so much and also just kind of like we're we're now used to gore we're used to like actually oh, yeah. seeing like someone being stabbed so it looks a little silly to us but like yeah, back then, I can't... Like, also, like, it was very risque for 1960. Like, the opening scene, yeah. she's, she's, like, in her bra on a bed with I know, guy. it was like, oh, damn, we're, like, getting sexy here. <laughs> yeah. By the way, are you recording? Yeah, recording. Okay, awesome. So, that was our cold open. That was a good cold <laughs> open. Good job, us. <laughs> I'm Lita. I'm Jackie. And this is Why Haven't You Watched That? I think that's the name that we're going for. Let's just go with it. (laughs) We're probably not going to think of anything else. Yeah, like if we ever change the title of it, I'll just go back through all the files and just like really badly edit over it and be like and we're above it's like in a this totally podcast different voice. now it's like hello and we're yeah oh lita hasn't seen <laughs> <laughs> it's like some random but, dude. yeah um yeah it's just it's i make chris do the voiceover for us or something <laughs> um so this came out in 1960 yeah. right i really really liked this i didn't think that I wouldn't because I have seen other Hitchcock stuff and I've liked that yeah. too. I actually, Vertigo is my least favorite. I didn't like that as much because I thought it was way too. I long. actually completely agree with that. I remember like a, I was on like a Hitchcock kick, uh, years mm-hmm. ago and I watched a bunch of his movies and Vertigo was actually one of my least favorite ones. So I'm glad we agree on that. I haven't seen yeah, all of his I, stuff because he has like a, a lot of movies, but yeah, oh, yeah. I watched like most like, of the um, most famous ones, I would say. We we were out of town one time and they had a Hitchcock marathon on and we were watching it at the hotel because we don't have cables. So we're like, oh my God, cable <laughs> whenever we're at hotels. And um, Shadow of a Doubt was on, which I'd never even heard of, but I really like that I, one. I've heard of that one. I ha- I've never gone around to seeing it, unfortunately. There's just, yeah. there's a lot. He's, he made a lot, a lot of movies. Yeah. I would say that one's a little bit too long as well, but something really cool about that is when we were watching it, I was like, oh, this, this girl's voice sounds kind of familiar, and then I realized that there is a song by an artist called Wax Taylor where they sample a part of that movie oh, really? in the song, and it's like, who would think to... <laughs> sample that random Hitchcock yeah. movie that no one ever sees. Like, you, you know? think it'd be one of the more famous ones, but no. <laughs> yeah. Um, Avicii actually sampled a part of Psycho and did a cover of No Scrubs by TLC, <laughs> and the sample is in there, <laughs> which is really funny when you think about it. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm so just imagining, I know like, that the part. original version of No Scrubs playing during the scene <laughs> where they're like talking in the parlor and he's like well a boy's best friend is his mother and then that song starts playing that's literally exactly <laughs> the part that's sampled and that's exactly the part and i know that part by heart because i've listened to that song so many times uh. yeah uh. yeah so i knew like the section what i knew about this movie before i watched it <laughs> um I knew that part from the sample in the yeah. song, and obviously the shower yeah, scene. It's an iconic, and... iconic scene. Uh, yeah, yeah, like same here. Like before, I saw uh, this movie. Like I pretty much all I knew about it was the shower scene and the fact that like uh, you know the dude 
like, had two personalities and one was his mother. That was all I knew about yeah. it. Like, I didn't know about any of, like, the build-up that led up to it, and... Oh, no, I didn't either. Yeah. And I think it's kind of interesting, It like, um... Like, they're both, like, on opposite ends of, like, the criminal spectrum. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of, like, someone... It's, like, a normal person who did something bad and regrets it. And then on the other side, just, like, an absolute fucking lunatic. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And it makes you wonder, like, if his mom actually had that personality or if that's just the personality that he projected onto yeah. her. There's a lot to there's a lot to unpack with Norman. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Um (laughs) There's a lot going on. Uh yeah. And also like But sorry, uh, you go. No, it's okay. I I only have a couple notes for the like what I knew before section. Because I feel like a lot of it is obvious. I actually did not know I knew before I watched it, but did not know until very recently that um the actress that plays Marion Crane is Jamie Yeah. Mom? Yeah, I didn't know that for the longest yeah. time either, because they don't, they don't look too much alike. Like, her eyebrow game in this movie is on point, I gotta say. Oh, everyone's, <laughs> oh my gosh, everyone had the most, like, perfect I was just, like, I was, like, eyebrows. doodling in uh, my notebook while I was watching, because I've seen it, like, like, this movie, like, five times, so I, like, pretty much knew all the beats to it. I was just, like, doodling her eyebrows in my notebook. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, they got like, that arch, I, I gotta I get it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she and uh, when we were watching it too. When you sorry, no, no, continue. <laughs> it's hard to do this over like the. Internet it is because you can't because see you can't when someone's about see to each speak. other. Yeah, but you we'll know. get better at it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the 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 music when it came on, Chris was like, "Oh, I thought this was the music from like Halloween," and I'm like, "No, this is definitely Psycho." But on that note, I'm like. Also, why is all movie, like, movie music, soundtrack, whatever, why is it all like that? Like, pre-1970s, the, like, really aggressive strings and the, like, really erratic pace. I feel like every movie I've seen pre-1970 is, like, like, on the strings and, like, clashing cymbals. Like, I can imagine this, like, sweaty dude just, like, clashing cymbals being like, oh, fuck, I gotta keep up, I gotta keep up. Like, like, I think, like, like uh, movie scores, like, music in general, it kind of, like, goes through trends. Like, uh, you know, like, that Inception oh, no, brrr thing, like, all movie trailers started doing that after oh, a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, oh my god, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll say my last thing, oh, no. then, um, and hopefully you'll, your train of thought will come back. But the only other okay. thing that I knew about this was I've actually seen most of Bates Motel. My mom has seen the whole thing, but um, yeah. I, I watched a couple seasons of it, and I was, like, amazed kind of at how closely some of Bates Motel follows the actual movie. Not, I mean, like, obviously it's a modern retelling and everything. Yeah. But also, oh my yeah. fucking god, Freddie Highmore is, like, the perfect casting for this dude. <laughs> I never realized. I've, ne- I've never seen the show. I, I have a, a friend who watched it and I, she was on Tumblr, and, like, speaking of that friend, though, too, like, she, like, she would, like, always, she, like, shipped Marion and Norman. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, not in a they-should-actually-be-together kind of way, but just kind of, like, kindred spirit sort of way. Yeah. And that they're kind of, like, sort of on the same wavelength on a couple things, and, like, the weird sexual tension between them that exists is what she shipped, mm-hmm. and, um... So I thought that was, like, an interesting aspect of, of it as well, which is, that, like, a big thing in this movie, I don't know how intentional this was, um, but, like, a, sex as l- a bad thing that leads to bad things. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like, her rela- relationship with Sam leads her to steal the money, which eventually leads to her getting killed, and Norman's whole craziness with the sex and yeah. all, all that all of that, yeah. in all caps, um, <laughs> leads, leads to her being killed and all that stuff and him just, like, losing his mind. And I just... Yeah, and how the, the mom and the boyfriend, he killed them and they were found in bed together. Yeah, that too. So I'm sure it, like, was intentional, but I don't know what the movie, like, what the movie is actually trying to say about that. Um, I feel like that's honestly just men. Like, 
Yeah. Because that <laughs> that is a, a theme in a lot of Joss Whedon's works, like especially Buffy. It's yeah. like you have sex as a woman with like sexual agency and the like people are like, Oh, it's great that like she's a sexual person with like her own agency and everything like that but then she's punished for it and i think yeah. that's what i, I, I think too. it's like these like male uh creators just kind of like <laughs> i think it's partially projecting their own fears and subconscious onto yeah. their work i mean every artist does that but it's it's just kind of creepy watching it unfold mm-hmm. on screen sometimes <laughs> especially when it's like a running theme with their work like joss whedon yeah josh <laughs> I always try to, like, I still haven't come up with a good, I, bad name I for just, him. I, I honestly like calling him Josh in my yes. head, because I feel like he would hate that if I, someone just kept calling him Josh. That's literally I what my like dad calls him. That. Like, that's what my dad thinks his name is. <laughs> and also, Josh just sounds like a douchebag. Oh, name, it totally so. is. That was, like, the name of one of the first boys I ever had a crush on in kindergarten, and he was a little asshole. Ugh. Josh. Josh. <laughs> Fucking Josh. <laughs> um, Wait, what else? Do you, uh, I wrote, I have a lot of notes, actually. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I made more this morning. Oh, my God. I have a lot, too. Fuck. Wow. I wrote yeah. a lot this morning. I mean, because there's a lot more to say about this movie than Austin oh, Powers. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to unpack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One a joke I made to myself towards the beginning. It's like, oh, man, that's just life. One day you're stealing $40,000 from your boss. The next day you're getting murdered in the shower. <laughs> you just never know what could happen. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting, too, that I, I was kind of confused coming back to, like, the very beginning like I thought at first they were like cheating on people and that's why they were at the motel yeah. but then yeah. I guess it's just that it's like improper to not be married yeah yeah like you definitely like when that scene starts you get it's almost implied that he is still married but then you find out he is divorced mm-hmm. and I wonder if like an earlier version he was actually still married but then the studio's like no no we can't we can't that's have too much yeah. we're already having the first shot be them on a bed wearing underwear can you just give us just one yeah. thing please just have it not be adultery oh my god like, and like their kissing and stuff was actually sexy it wasn't that like yeah. old hollywood smushing your mouth against each other thing just kind of like going like, yeah <laughs> So, yeah, that was very interesting. And, uh, like, uh, something I looked up to uh, before we watched this is the fact that, like, uh, Hitchcock, he actually paid for this mostly out of pocket. I was going to ask if that's why it's in black and white, because black and white's a lot cheaper to process film-wise. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I think that was why. And also, like, when this movie came out, it actually wasn't uh, that well-received critically. Yeah, I have heard that before. Which is kind of amazing to me. Yeah. It's honestly yeah, the filmmaking a solid in this movie. movie. The cinematography is incredible. The sh- use of shadows, yes. like the composition of the shots, the use of like a the conversation between him and Marion, like the way the shots change to like when the owl's over his head and like yes. all that stuff. Like it's just all just of the so like close-up angles on and his face. Done. Yeah, like it's just artistic. So I don't really understand how this could have not been well received at the time, but I feel like that's something that tends to happen sometimes <laughs> yeah with the truly great films yeah it, and especially like being that it was so risque and it was kind of the first like thriller slash it's the first slasher movie technically right yeah i maybe i don't <laughs> i think that's possibly what it's I, I, I can't say that for sure <laughs> even that like the kill count is at like what two on screen i yeah. guess like maybe four that we know about and then there's two yeah. missing person yeah, two cases. are off screen and then there's two on screen yeah. so maybe i mean six. i know i know it's bad when that private detective dies but i guess i kind of laugh every time <laughs> he starts falling down the stairs he's like whoa <laughs> also i feel like he wouldn't have died from that like he could have gotten away i don't know yeah he could have gone away but again it it the times you couldn't really show gore yeah and that was actually like a question i wanted to ask you like do you think those scenes would have been better served if we had actually gore? seen not not an excessive amount of gore but like enough to like really get a better sense of how bad the injuries were yeah or do you think it works as it is i think the shower scene works for the most part except for the fact that there's like not enough blood you yeah. know and 
the the guy falling down the stairs i feel like is a little bit cheesier yeah that because uh, you don't see how bad the injuries are because it's, yeah. it, i feel like you've seen that kind of shot in so many very special episodes of things yeah i mean to be fair also she jumps after him and continues stabbing him yeah so true, true, true. quote um, and also but, i think it maybe is actually more realistic to real life you know because like yeah there's a lot of because, movies where people get impaled and stabbed and like their throats slit and all kinds of crazy stuff and they're still running even though they'd be losing yeah. massive amounts of blood yeah and that's i feel like it gives people an unrealistic expectation of like how violent things actually are like you're yeah. probably not gonna survive being stabbed three or four times and you like <laughs> no, not getting not. help right away you know like there's a, there's only an, a, a shock and an adrenaline rush can only take you so far yeah in those circumstances but i'm not a doctor so <laughs> i don't know um, well i think it would yeah. depend on like what internal organs get hit and like how much yeah. tissue tearing there is and all that kind of stuff yeah. And, like, another, like, funny thing in this is, like, um, now we, like, watch so many crime dramas, there's, our, there's like, so much, like, procedural dramas on TV that it's, like, really funny watching this movie and seeing, like, these characters behave so suspiciously. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're, like, stuttering and you're just, like, acting so weird. That was Of course, everyone's to gonna be like, what the hell's up with this person? Meanwhile, like, uh, stuff today, it's like, ev like, every- it seems like every single person who commits a crime on, like, a show or a movie is, like, cool as a cucumber mm -hmm. and, like, always knows the right thing to say most of the time, and you have to get, like, a really clever detective to figure out what they're doing, but I feel like in real life, You'd this be is more what happens. Yeah, you would be People out. just are bad liars most of the time, especially when they're really nervous. Mm -hmm. It was so really I, hard for me yeah. to watch Norman stuttering, because, like, he does that part so well, and I feel... Yeah. I feel so bad for people when they get really flustered and they can't get their words out. Because, like, I do that, and my dad does that a little bit. He would do that yeah. when we were working together, and I'd have to kind of, like, explain to customers sometimes what he was trying to get out, because he would just get kind of, like, in a loop and not be able yes. to get his word out and i feel so bad for people when that happens and it's, even yeah. though like obviously he's a psychotic killer yeah, i felt really yeah. bad for norman yeah, yeah you get you get that you get that secondhand embarrassment mm -hmm. like like uh oh my god i'm like is it anthony perkins yes is that his name? anthony perkins. <laughs> yes okay i was like if i say that and it's not his name i'm gonna feel like a dumbass but yeah he's a fantastic actor yeah i was actually he's gonna look him up has he done anything i mean he's probably dead now I well guess. he did one of the psycho sequels actually oh yeah if I recall correctly um and he's done other stuff too i can't think of it off the top of my head because i recognize but, his yeah. little angel face <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah he did he died in 1992 he was young though he was only 60 that's oh wow. sad yeah that sucks. that's a year before i was born but oh my god if you look at a picture of him like a color one the first thing that they have on imdb he looks so much like freddie highmore that's it was such <laughs> impeccable casting on their part honestly wow that's <laughs> did that show end is it like over yeah they they okay. had like a whole thing planned out and i think it was like five seasons or something so once they got yeah. to the point of like killing norma and him dressing up like the mom i think they ended it yeah. See, I, I appreciate that with TV shows. Me too. When they have, like, a specific endpoint as opposed to, like, we have to keep going even when everything just starts unraveling and nothing makes sense anymore. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many shows that would have been so much better as, like, a three season, three to five seasons, I think, is, like, the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah, same. I, unless you're, like, unless it's specifically, like, a episodic kind of thing where there's no overarching story yeah. at all like then an it's anthology. fine but like if there is like it, something like seinfeld mm -hmm. can go forever you know that sort of thing but like if there's any sort of overarching plot at all it has to end at some yeah. point and well even some yeah. sitcoms honestly i mean like how i met your mother got fucking ridiculous yeah, that, that was that was <laughs> that was the first thing i thought of when i said sitcom i was like how i met your mother should have ended way earlier than yeah. it did or just i mean you know just ended differently i still haven't seen the last episode of that i refuse 
<laughs> I refuse to watch it. It's don't not bother. canon. Don't. Just don't. <laughs> just, it's, no. And Ted is my that, least favorite character this, ever. We're getting wildly off topic here, but I want to complain about this <laughs> bit, which is that, like, the thing is, they had, like, such a specific vision for the end, mm-hmm. and, and that's fine, but they, the cardinal sin is the fact that, like, the characters change, but they didn't want the story to change. And then the ending wound up not working because the characters had changed so much and the story had evolved to the point where this ending didn't make any sense anymore. Yeah. And they didn't want to change it. And I understand why, but you have to serve the story and the characters first and foremost, regardless of the fact they had already shot the kids with the original ending and stuff. It, it was just, yeah, it was a disservice. Yeah, it really was. It was a bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, back to Psycho. (laughs) Yeah, now we're out of the the what I knew before section. Okay, that's my horrible intro. Uh, Maybe I'll put music in here later on. I don't know. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Oh, you'll figure it out. Yeah. Because you're the one cutting them together. So, Uh, so, like, uh, did you look up trivia for this? Oh, I didn't, but I do know a piece of trivia about this that I'm sure everyone knows, is that this, I'm pretty sure at least, is the first movie that they ever showed a flushing toilet in. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so many so many groundbreaking things in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's the first one to show a flushing toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up um, trivia, and... The one of the things says Psycho was the first movie adapted from a novel by Robert Block, and it's like okay, that's nice. <laughs> Thank you. It's like you scroll down a bit, and it says by Robert Block. Yeah. <laughs> like obviously, it was not the first movie adapted from a novel ever. That would be crazy. I wonder what the first one was though uh, to be adapted. That's a good question. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah, look that up. I, I, I feel scared to, like, click anything on my computer when we do oh, these. I'm like, I'm going to wind up, like, quitting the program or something. <laughs> um, we are probably getting a storm, so I've I've had a couple glitches, like, hearing you, but I don't think that it affects the... Uh... Yeah, I'm still recording. Yeah. It's still showing up on mine, so... Um, this says to kill a mockingbird. This says Cinderella... Cinderella, it's not really a, a novel. That's a story. Yeah. It's not a novel. If you're gonna go by that, I'm sure there was like a bunch of other fairy tales that were adopted, adapted into like silent films, yeah, and that sort of thing. Oh, we should do a silent film at some point. Yeah, I don't yeah. actually know if I've seen any silent movies. None. Not even like a Charlie Chaplin or anything. I mean, like probably clips of them, but yeah, not not a full film. Yeah. I don't think. To be fair, like, a lot of silent films, like, didn't survive yeah. uh, the time period because they were made on a very uh, flammable material, mm-hmm. and a lot of them just have been destroyed over the years. Or have, like, disintegrated, too. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. I, uh, my film history class, uh, that guy, uh, the professor that taught it, he had, like, one of... He told us he has, like, one of the biggest, uh, silent film collections. That's really awesome. Yeah, I mean he he, he is dead now, unfortunately. Aww. So I don't know who has the films now, but um, I'm sure that was in his will because that's like a big thing. I'm sure he probably gave them to the school. To be honest, yeah. would be my guess. I I might be completely lying here, but I think that FSU we had a special collections in our library, and we had all kinds oh, nice. of like first editions of stuff and like old manuscripts, like Indian manuscripts and. The Dolly Illustrated, Alice in Wonderland, and stuff like that, and like first edition nice. Spider-Man comics. Um, really? Yeah, it was really cool. I think we also had uh, some film archives too. I might be completely wow. lying, but we did have a really good film school there, like for a public <laughs> university, I guess. And um, I think that was one of the things they had in special collections. That's cool, man. Yeah, I- I'm 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 fixating on the Spider-Man. Comics <laughs> it was the really cool. Um, I think those ones were like in sleeves, like. Some of them you weren't allowed to touch, obviously, because, well, like... Well, yeah, you can't touch those. The oils on your they're... fingers and stuff. Um, yeah. But there were there were some of them that were printed on, like, 
I don't know, I guess vellum and stuff would get damaged by your fingers, I think. Yeah. But so some of the stuff we were allowed to touch, that's my point. Anyway, <laughs> it was very cool. But yeah, um, the the closest thing to a silent film that I've probably seen all of is Sunset Boulevard, and I only say closest because the actress in it was... It's not... Yeah. Yeah, she, she was in... The character was in silent films. That's... That's all I got. Yeah, that's not. <laughs> doesn't really count. Uh, oh, you did. Like, I guess the artist actually qualifies as a silent film for most of it too. If you I saw that. Seen that. <laughs> yeah, the, that's one of the dog, like, though, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It, that movie is good. Um, and like, I don't. I'm not saying it didn't deserve Best Picture, but like, no one ever talks about that movie I, yeah. anymore. <laughs> I feel no like that's a lot of it. Oscar-winning movies, is no one actually cares after they win an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. Most of the time. Like, there are some Oscar winners that people still, like, discuss, but stuff like, you know, the King's Speech, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. I, I, Not that La La Land one, but if it had, nobody would be talking about it in a couple years, I imagine. People will still be talking about Moonlight, though. Oh, yeah. Just because it was, like, so unique. Which I still haven't um, seen, and I need to, because those yes. kids went to FSU, and it's a Florida movie, and I need to see it. Yeah. Yeah, we need we need to do that one. Yeah. For sure. Because that, that movie is fucking gorgeous. I, um, I, I want to see it really badly, yeah. But anyways. Yeah, when I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not get too topic again. All right, what else do I have written down here? Um... I said no man is worth all of this except that that, Sam's that was hot. what that, that's not exactly what I said but what I said was fuck boys ruining everything yeah. that was like one of my one of my notes um uh also men are awful the movie uh, <laughs> Sam I feel like isn't awful though right yeah he's not awful yeah. uh um, he he tries he does he's he's I just, just an innocent in all of this yeah, trying to run. I, weirdly, store. weirdly, the first time I saw this movie, I didn't like him, and I don't remember why. Really? Yeah, I don't remember. Hmm. I I first watched this when I was in film school, actually. I think because I'd never seen it, and I was like, I should probably see it. I'm in film school. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, I just remember not liking him that much. Hmm. I don't remember why at all. Um, what else do I have here? I said, I said a lot of this already, because I'm just, like, a lot of these are, like, me, like, oh my god, look at this shot, look at this yes. one, it's, like. Um, I um, noticed she, when we were talking about how suspicious people act, she was so suspicious when that cop was talking to her, and how I know. brazen was she talking she to that cop. She was so rude. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, well, I'm in a hurry, so. And, like. <laughs> if you could just let me go, that'd be great. I Thanks. can't even imagine <laughs> talking to a cop like that. Like, I feel like I know. if I talked to a cop like that, they'd rip me out of my car and, like, throw me on the ground. Yeah, especially, yeah. <laughs> that, that's definitely, like, a sign of, like, the different times, oh, yeah. too. Because now, like, cops are, like, armed to the teeth. Oh, yeah. And, like, they will, like, hit you over absolutely ever anything at all. And. So I, I was just, like, cringing watching that. I was like, dude, you're gonna get shot. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get arrested just for mouthing off to this cop like this, but I also, he didn't do anything. I thought it was really interesting that, like, he finds her at the used car lot. She proceeds to buy another car while she he's knows. watching. She knows he's watching yeah. her, so I don't... It's like, you doing this isn't accomplishing anything. No, like, <laughs> like, you're not ditching the car. This guy is watching you buy a, a different, different car. lot. <laughs> I mean, I guess like, just because of her boss, like, she didn't want her boss to trace her or something. Yeah, but still, she's... It's, it's a like, bad call. It's stupid. She should have gone somewhere else. And it's also very weird to me. I was thinking that, like, he would somehow follow her and find the motel... But that kind of just yeah. like yeah, that kind of just ends. yeah. He he sees her acting super weird. He probably talked to the used car salesman after and was like, "What was her deal?" And the used car salesman's like, "I don't know. Something's very off." Yeah, and, like he doesn't continue tailing her apparently, which is kind of strange and never explained. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that like, oh, he's gonna tail her and then he's gonna happen upon the motel and yeah, like help them figure out what happened or something like that you know yeah that did not happen yeah like (laughs) yeah we never see that cop again so there was no point in having him watching her 
during that scene. Yeah. I guess it's probably just like a red herring type thing. So like when, yeah. when and also to kind of like up the tension as well too. Yeah, because it that was very very tense. <laughs> just like watching him standing there with his arms crossed. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, Marion girl, get out of there. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's also maybe to give you hope, like when. Norman is watching her, and, like, when the shower and everything happens, you're like, well, the cop knows what she was doing. Like, maybe he followed her. Maybe he got stuck in the rain. Maybe he's going to show up and save her. And then, no, nothing. She's just dead. And, like, no one could have saved her. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that was interesting. Speaking of the rain, I wrote down this rain scene as how I always feel when I have to drive in the rain, especially at night. (laughs) Like, she's, like, freaking out, and you're like, oh, my God, she's going to veer into the headlights. That's how I feel every time I have to fucking drive in the rain, which is a lot in Florida. Like, (laughs) it's terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't it rain there, like, every day? (laughs) It's terrifying, honestly. I think that Chris is home soon to hear the dog going crazy. Right, here's more of my notes. Uh... Uh, like all, like how many um, men in the movie just like sexualize Marion, and how that kind of like goes into that whole sex equaling danger bad thing. <laughs> yeah, like that wasn't the, very the most first... articulate note I've ever written. But still. <laughs> <laughs> the very first uh, dude that gives her the money and everything that's flirting with her, and the other lady is like, "Oh, you must have seen my ring." <laughs> He's like, "Sure, that's why." <laughs> mm-hmm. And, like, hmm. oh, yeah, that that awesome shot of the car getting swallowed into that black fucking Oh, my God, that was thing. hilarious. <laughs> that was so funny. Like, when, when it, like, stops and then it starts going again and he just smiles at himself, me and Chris burst out fucking laughing. You just, like, do, like, a fist pump in the air, like, and then, like, freeze yeah. frame, like, yeah! <laughs> and that part, like, was that a practical effect, or do you think that was, like, a miniature claymation type thing? I feel like it was shot I, I miniature. think it was a... I don't know. I... Yeah, that's not really, like, the sort of thing I pay too much attention to, to be totally honest, whether... Unless it's, like, really obvious. Yeah. It looked... It looked good enough if it was, like... If it was a miniature, it looked... It looked realistic enough to pass, so... Yeah, no, I, really I, I wasn't too much discrediting it. it. I was just interested to see. Yeah. That's something, too, like... Practical effects, just, like, when they're done correctly, they just look so much better than... Um, not all CGI, but, like, sometimes. Oh, yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like movies use CG as a crutch too much these days, mm-hmm. I feel like. To the point I, I where think... they don't even do any, like, costume work. Like, all the Avengers yeah. are, their costumes are CGI'd. Like, they've got the very base of them down, and then they add in yeah. all the details and stuff later, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Not to, uh, this is gonna sound like I'm bragging, and I am a little bit. Um... <laughs> I forget if I told you, uh, when I was in film school, uh, my production teacher, he brought some of us to the set of a movie that was starring uh, Liam Neeson and Christina Ricci. That's cool. That nobody saw. Um, (laughs) Me and my friends went to see it when it came out, just because we were, like, on the set and we had to go see it. It was called Afterlife. Mm -hmm. It it wasn't that good. But um, (laughs) we were on the set, and, like, uh, uh, the scene they were shooting, like, it had like um you're supposed to not know if the character is actually dead or not mm-hmm. and so what's supposed to happen is she's supposed to look at herself in, in the mirror and breathe and you see it fog up so you know she isn't actually a corpse oh yeah and she's actually alive um but they couldn't get it to fog up and like a couple of the people i was with were like oh you can like do this 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 or this and they're like no no we'll just fix it in post oh and it's my god like, and like i remember like one of the people i was there was like it'd be so much cheaper to just do one of these fixes but they just want to get it done today as quickly as possible mm-hmm. and it winds up costing more in the long run <laughs> that's so frustrating i feel like that is so much of everything in all industries now and it's like okay cool so you're giving somebody something more to do with their job that part's awesome but also what are you doing like just do it right in the first place 
Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know what the budget for that thing was like. Maybe it would have cost more to have everybody standing around for, like, another, like, what, like, 20 minutes? True. (laughs) As opposed to, like, getting it all done. Maybe they're running over already. I'm not sure. But, like, it just seems like something that could have been fixed. Mm -hmm. Like, fairly simply. And wouldn't have taken that long of a time to fix in person, and they decide to just do it in post. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And it probably, and I remember watching that scene in the theater, being like, this looks fake. Yeah. So, (laughs) like, it doesn't even look real. It's like, (laughs) um, I found the answer to the, the swamp thing. Um, I guess it says that Hitchcock had to pay $150, woo, big bucks, to have the engine of Marion's car cleaned when it was pulled out of the swamp. Yeah. And then it's says... I had a feeling it wasn't. I had a feeling it was a project. Yeah. Speaking of that, I one of the things that uh, I looked up was how much $40,000 would be worth that was a in today's lot. money. <laughs> it was like over a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was Which a lot is of like, money. Yeah. Cuz they, they now I mean it's still a lot of money now, but it's not like yeah, it's like someone just absconding with mm-hmm. like almost half a million dollars. Well, when That's the, a big deal. When Sam and Marion's sister, I forget her name. Um, I also forget her name. Yeah. Um, but when they check into the hotel, Norman says it's $10. So $10 for a night in a hotel that, like, even the shittiest of motels now are, like, you can maybe get in there for like 60 Like 70 bucks. Or, yeah, 60 yeah, 70 like And it's usually, like, $100 a night, especially with fees and everything. Yeah. So that's that already tells you a lot. <laughs> um, I actually did find some trivia on this, so we can have like a trivia corner later. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, we might as well just do it now if you want. Oh, apparently there's even more to like the bird parallels with Norman because they had him nibble on candy corn the entire time. Yeah. To make him look like a bird eating seed. <laughs> and it says Hitchcock chose candy corn because he said Perkins had a neck like a chicken. <laughs> Poor baby. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. <laughs> and also, another, um, even though I hate to keep mentioning him, but another Hitchcock and Whedon parallel, um, I guess Vera Miles was supposed to be in Vertigo but he ended up using her in Psycho because she got pregnant and couldn't do Vertigo, and but she was still under contract with him, and it says he never forgave her for this turn of events. Which, yeah, I remember hearing about that story. Yeah, which reminds me of exactly the same thing <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Whedon did. Except, except Hitchcock actually has lots of talent in Joss. Yeah. <laughs> jo- I, Hitchcock, he, he, he kind of earns any arrogance he may have had. Well, I, there was but, a like, lot of other Joss stuff. Whedon doesn't really deserve it yeah i mean <laughs> i'm not saying he's like bad at what he does but like he's not a genius no <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> I, I will always love buffy but he is not the sole creator of buffy to me no it wasn't just him no and like i've even enjoyed other stuff of his i've seen like dr horrible is great oh yeah i think it's it, it, i think it's like of his stuff it's probably like my favorite out of everything i've seen mm-hmm. but like again He's not a filmmaking genius no. by any stretch of the imagination. No, <laughs> when it comes to directing, no, I don't think so at all. It's absolutely not. No, no. <laughs> he's very as directing wise, he's very like uh, mediocre. I would say it, it's pretty like run of the mill. It is. Yeah, that was like the first thing I was gonna say, but then I decided to be meaner and say <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it. it with Dr. Horrible that it says a lot that I've only seen it once but I have the soundtrack yeah and I have like I know all the words to a couple of the songs not all of them because I don't like all the songs but I have done so many duets to um I I completely blanked on the name but the the duet with um with Penny and Dr. Horrible I've done so many duets with my friends singing in the car with that (laughs) yeah it's a, it's a, it's honestly like the music for that is like really great. Yeah, which of course and wasn't all him. Like I'm sure it was very little. It wasn't him. all him. <laughs> like it was like his brother too and stuff. Yeah, I think, both wasn't of his it? brothers were were in on it. Yeah, yeah. in on it. <laughs> They're in on it. Um, <laughs> um, I said, how can the swamp be that deep? Speaking of the swamp again, because we were watching it and we're like, <laughs> swamps? Do they really do that? I don't know. I, I guess it had I, to have been. Well, it's movies. <laughs> 
At least it wasn't quicksand. Yeah, that's what I thought it was at first. And I was like, where did they get fucking quicksand behind this motel? <laughs> I just like bit of quicksand. Conveniently. It's like, that's not suspicious, Norman. <laughs> He's like, that's how I catch the birds to stuff them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, after that whole conversation, Ooh. I would have, like... Ooh, I would have been gone. Put, put like, a, I would have left. I would have been like, all right, I'm not... I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't have taken a shower. Oh, no. She, she had enough money. <laughs> she could have gone At the very else. least, I would have, like, put, like, some chairs and shit in front oh, of the yeah. door or something. And, like, the rain... You're like, I can't leave just yet. The rain had stopped. Like, she could have like, just gone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, this dude is creepy as hell i'm out of here yeah, but <laughs> and we're the only we're the only people here mm-hmm. that's another thing too that no one else was there yeah um that's that's another thing to be said for women having to be polite all of the time like she oh, had to just yeah, put up definitely. with that conversation and not leave and like be afraid of offending him basically although i think that she had a lot of gumption for yeah for the, like more than i would think Based yeah, on the I also think scene. it's interesting how that conversation, like, made her decide, you know what, I gotta go back and give some yeah. money back. Listen, I gotta go home, forget this. And of course, that makes it all the more tragic that she dies. Yeah, because she had decided to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and it's like, nope, too late. Um... I'm just looking through my notes, and I think I've said a lot of mine already, too, actually. Yeah, I think I've said pretty much all of mine. I wrote creeper peephole oh in my giant God. all caps. <laughs> like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, do you think that he just, I mean, obviously, he has to put everybody in, in cabin Yeah, one. he puts all, all the all the pretty ladies mm-hmm. in the room next door, like a, a true creep. Mm-hmm. Which I would, I would have been like, oh, could I have something farther away? Or been like, can I have something closer to my car? Or, I don't know, just make up an excuse. You see, I, yeah, I mean, it's easy for us to say because we, like, know, but, like, also, like, probably wouldn't think too much of it. Yeah. If you were actually actually just there, and, the, and you did not have that whole creepy conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the part yeah. where he was like, oh, you can just knock on the door if you, or knock on the wall if you need anything. That point, I would have been like... No. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's where I would have been gone, honestly, if not, like, later on when he's talking about stuffing animals and stuff. Yeah. I mean, she, to be fair, she's also, like, freaking out. Mm-hmm. She just wants to, like, stop driving and, like, Oh, yeah, I understand sleep, that part, you know? too. So, it's... You do yeah, stupid it, things it, when you're scared. I, I know that exactly, for a fact. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I, I wrote down as well, besides a, a couple random things... Like, what was the thing I just saw? How did Norman change so fast? <laughs> that was another oh, thing. Oh, that's what Chris said, too. He's, like, because he didn't know at first that um, he was, like, actually his mom. And he was, like, yeah. I kind of said something that ruined it. And he was, like, well, but how would he change so fast? <laughs> I guess he just kind of, like, rips it off. Yeah. And, like, while he's going down the stairs would be my guess. Because it's just, like, a very simple dress, and he's probably wearing his normal clothes underneath it. Probably, I would assume. Because it's not like people will actually have time to, like, sit there and be like, mm, that doesn't go with those shoes, since, you know, they're dead. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one there. Who's gonna know besides him? Yeah. Um, I was going to say about the shot up with the P.I. going up the stairs, that definitely reminded me of Vertigo, with that, the way they do yeah. the shot of the actual, you know, Vertigo feeling yeah see that that aspect of that movie was really great yeah that was like probably my favorite part of that movie is how they portray that Mm -hmm. and i like that they kind of adapted that here and made it feel very surreal and dreamlike and like just uneasy you know yeah he just he just hitchcock knew his shit yeah (laughs) like he knew how like there's that one quote where like um the bomb under the table do you know that one no all right this is like uh in order to like build suspense in the audience you could like there's a scene a bunch of people are talking for five minutes a bomb goes off but if you want to build suspense show the audience the bomb under the table first mm-hmm. and then 
they're talking and the audience knows the bomb's going to go off and that makes things tense. Oh, yeah. As opposed to just the shock of a bomb going off. And I feel like that's something a lot of writers and filmmakers and TV show runners should keep in mind yeah, more. Yeah, they don't. It <clears> seems <throat> like they've just thrown that out and everything is done for shock factor. Like, yeah. have we talked about this at all have we um check off alluded to this in any way there's just yeah yeah like good storytelling gets kind of like shipped aside just for like a crazy plot twist that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. or just like water cooler talk or whatever and it's a shame because we're in the tv renaissance right now <laughs> but like it's it's the like films um, are shit right now <laughs> But, like, so what happens is, like, these shows, they have, like, these high production values, so people think they're, like, really smart and good, Mm -hmm. but, like, when you get down to it, they just, like, look really nice. (laughs) Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Game of Thrones. Oh, isn't Um, it so bad that it just ended after three seasons? What a waste. Tragic loss. Yeah, I know. It sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly might wind up watching a bit of the season seven finale just because like i know i saw the literally just because jamie finally got away from king's landing it took way too long but it finally happened that and the starks and little fingers oh yeah that little the the little finger thing i saw somebody put um turned down for what yeah yeah i saw oh my god I love it. That that's works what, so perfectly. That's such a bummer, though, about it. Like, there, I'm sure there's a lot of good moments. There's a lot of, like, fuck yeah moments yeah. in the past couple seasons. But maybe if they could actually tell the story better to begin with, I would want to keep watching it. Maybe if they didn't exactly. put in needless sexual violence, I would want to yeah, keep watching it. Yeah, that That's really what, like, turned me off to the whole thing is, like, the, the needless sexual violence and like the discarding of women's stories and just kind mm-hmm. of like i like of course things need to be different when you adapt them for the screen but like the liberties they way. would take and the thing is they would add all these like really convoluted subplots just to wind up at the exact same spot that the books are in it's like well what was yeah. the point of all of this there was no point you're just trying to drag it out yeah for longer exactly. is really what you were doing. Which and I can understand when they were waiting for him to finish the sixth book or whatever, but there there was only so much that I think was purposeful, like, stalling. I think that they just yeah. are shitty writers. <laughs> they are, and that's... The thing is, like, their new HBO show... Are they still going forward with that? Like, I feel like there's I, been so I, much I, backlash. Uh, I pr- They probably are, because, like, I think they were, like, writing it or doing casting or something Jesus i don't know Christ. but like i'm sure they're, they're still doing it. it's like the thing is it could be an interesting idea because did you ever um see that uh, mockumentary csa confederate states of america no but i've heard of it's it it's not really a mockumentary it's more like an alternate history yeah i've heard of it though. um that was as as far as i can recall was actually made by black people and mm-hmm. it was kind of like an alternate history of like the bbc doing a documentary about like the confederate states of america and like what that would look con- like that country is like and how like obsessed they are like white people are being superior to black people that permeates every aspect of their society yeah and it was it was really good and like i feel like doing something like that as a fictional show could be good but i don't trust <laughs> to no, do it i don't trust two white to guys it. are you kidding me especially ones that like they're just they're just not good showrunners and they they're don't handle not. things well they don't handle sensitive matters well at all they don't and they don't at all like the whole that whole jamie and cersei scene oh my god yeah i almost stopped watching at that point but mm-hmm. i gave it till the end of the season and then what made me stop watching is them cutting out Ariane martell i was like okay i'm done like, this I... is, like, symptomatic of a huge problem with the show, and I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I, um, I was, like, getting close to stopping at the end of the fourth season, but I was watching it with people at college, so I was, like, yeah. oh, I, like, because people were coming over to my house to watch it and stuff like that, so I watched to the end, even though, like, the Mance Raider stuff, not, not the Mance Raider stuff, the, um... I was gonna say, what are you talking about? What, what's the dude's name that lives in the forest on the other side of the wall? The, whatever the fuck that guy's name is, and they kill him, and then the all the the guy with the wives yeah. that are his daughters, Craster, yeah. Craster's, Craster, yeah, 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 that's right. I, 
I had almost forgotten how horrible that was because when I watched it for the first time, I was watching it with people and we were kind of distracted and everything. But then I watched it again with Chris when I bought the season and I was like, I feel ill. Like I, I need to it's, look away. I need to skip this scene. And then I watched the first like maybe three episodes of season five and they were selling Sansa to Ramsey, and I was like, fuck, yeah, fuck you, that... fuck you. <laughs> Bye. Like, I, I, like, it's great that she has him killed later and all that stuff. But she didn't and need a revenge it, rape storyline. There story was line. no need. There was no. no need, and it's just... Ugh. Like, of all of the things Like, I remember, like, reading something for. that was, like... I remember reading something that was, like, someone's, like, better version of it mm-hmm. was that... Sansa is there, but she's like in disguise as like someone else. Yeah, and and like there's like I forget what else it said, but it was just much better than what the show came up with. Yeah, and like the, also reading about the fact they had been planning on doing this since like the second season, since before she Sophie, was eighteen. Like when ew. yeah, before it's like this is so disgusting. Ew. Yeah, and it's like oh we gotta wait to rape this character until the actress is of age. Yeah, it's, it's just, disgusting. Ugh. Absolutely. Not that they didn't threaten it before she was, too, you know? Yeah, well, I'm, that was in the books, though, to be fair. No, that's what, I know that it was, but I I feel like it was so even more horrible to have it almost happen and have her be saved several times before, and then... It was just that, it was just that one time, wasn't it? It was, a. Uh... Well, I think Joffrey kind of alludes to it. Well, he alludes to it, but he never, like, actually yeah. assaults her in that way. Yeah. Uh, like, the only time that happens is when, like, there, there's the riots in King's Landing mm-hmm. and the Hound comes and saves her. Well, that's another um, gripe that I had was how sexually violent they made Joffrey when he was just, like, yeah, violent. Yeah, he, he was just, like, he was just, like, a little snot yeah. in the books. But in the show, they, like, had that whole weird scene with the prostitutes. Mm-hmm. And, that was very like, bad. He that never does anything like that in the books. Like, he makes, like shitty comments to Sansa in that line like oh you know I'll, I'll put some babies in you or whatever because he's hell is. but he doesn't you know he doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about that's the whole thing like he has no fucking ideas because he's like 13 yeah. and like <laughs> I think that's another problem with them aging everybody up but yeah that is that is I mean I get why they had to do it oh yeah especially because kids they grow up like so quickly mm-hmm. and it would be like like I imagine doing like a long-running show like that and trying to film like a bunch of like little kids and like preteens mm-hmm. and also with that material too i imagine there would be some issues yeah the but, parents um, are like no yeah anyways this has been game of thrones talk <laughs> with lena and jackie <laughs> yeah how did we get so off topic <laughs> everyone tuned out like if we ever post this everyone tuned out like 10 minutes ago they were like fuck these girls wow okay it's like you're supposed to be talking about like a pinnacle of cinema instead you're talking about some fucking HBO show, right? speaking of bad writing um there was a point in time where i was like oh that might be some bad writing in psycho bringing it back around um the, at the very end when she's in the root cellar and she sees the mom and gets freaked out and norman comes down and we have the captions on always so i think it's harder to actually hear him say this but he goes I'm Norma Bates. <laughs> and it's like... Wait, does he really? Yes. <laughs> I didn't hear that at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's on the subtitles. And really? It's like, bro. Oh, that's just corny. <laughs> it's like, really, we, we could have, like... You think we didn't, like, get that from... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything we just everything. saw, you had to, like, spell like, it out for they us. They <laughs> had to really, like, really pin it in there. Like, I am Norma Bates. Okay. All right, bro. All right. And, like, even if you... He hadn't screamed that, like, the freaking psycho... Explains, explains it, it yeah. right in the next scene so that's another thing that's just that, silly that's very silly i'm glad i never noticed yeah i'm sorry for pointing it out now <laughs> that that shot though where the chair swivels around to yeah, reveal the freaky. skeleton that oh god that's so and good the shadows playing on like the empty eye sockets oh yes it's fantastic and i love that she um when Marion's sister, which I should look up her fucking name before we finish this podcast. <laughs> poor, poor, poor thing. Probably no one ever remembers her name. I and I actually, like, she's, like, fine as a character, too. Lila. It's not like... Or Leela. I don't... I think it's Leela? Lila. I never... I never would have remembered that. It doesn't even sound familiar. Yeah. Do they ever even say her name in the movie? Maybe, like, once or twice. Um, I think so. They, they definitely do. Yeah. Also, I just looked her up, and 
It says Marion Crane and it has who's played by and it's Janet Lee and then apparently Rihanna played her in Bates Motel. So that's really fucking cool. I didn't know that. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I that's interesting. hadn't finished the show yet, so I I didn't know that she was in it. Huh. Huh. Anyways, uh, so Lila <laughs> or Leela or whatever her name is, um, when she goes upstairs is kind of investigating and she sees like the impression in the bed and how like deep it is because it's just dead weight and when she like sees herself in the mirror and gets freaked out that's such a great moment because it's like yes it's not like a fake out moment like you see in scary movies now where they're like oh my god it's nothing it's like this was actually how you would feel if you were sneaking around yeah exactly something was up exactly you saw something it's not like jump scare like that's not how it works in real life like I I felt freaked out with her yeah and just like how like weirdly like down to earth this movie is yes, too yeah you know it's not like fantastical it doesn't feel like out of the realm of possibility except for like i mean now that kind of like um pop psychiatry oh he's mm-hmm. the mother because she was smothering him and also this this and this it, it feels a little trite yeah. now well Freud but, like, still kind of like reigned yeah. king back then before yeah that's yeah that's what i was I, I actually wrote freud in here yeah. as well that was another one of my notes but yeah like he was like he was very big at the mm-hmm. time so it makes sense that they would go with that angle and psychology is honestly a very very new thing considering so I, yeah i would understand even back then like yeah i i, I understand yeah it, it, for the time it is a pretty complex concept mm-hmm. It was. You know? And uh, I like when they're like, oh, what, is he a transvestite or whatever? And they're like, no, no. And I, no. I feel like the way that he said it was, like, not even really judging it, just being like, oh. Yeah, yeah, he was just, he was just like, no, that's not what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just matter-of-factly, you know, it's like, oh, he wasn't a transvestite. It's not like that. Yeah. It's just like a, no, that's a different thing. This is something else. Yeah. Um... Oh, have you ever, uh, uh, did you see Silence of the Lambs ever? I've seen parts of it, and I will tell a story about that, but I just found, like, a little thought just flitted through my brain again. When Leela, or Lila, is upstairs, and she, like, picks up a diary or something and looks at it, you see her face, and she's shocked, and she's like, I gotta get out of here, but we never find out, like, what was it? We never find out what's in that thing. What do you, what do you think was it? what what, that wasn't a sentence what what do you think it was (laughs) what do you think was it i'm yoda uh i guess i imagine just some fucking crazy shit yeah (laughs) you know just kind of like like you uh like the kind of like a in hannibal when you see like Will thinks he's drawing, like, a normal clock, and then you go to, like, Hannibal's perspective, and then that's just some, like, fucked up clock that doesn't make any sense. I feel like it must have been something like that. Maybe. Would be my guess. Except with, like, words, not with a drawing. My my three theories, I don't know how I just formed three of them, but theory one is that it was Norma's diary, and it stopped a long time ago, so that she was like, oh yeah, this lady's dead. Yeah. Or it was Norman's diary as his mom and it was like just crazy nonsense or it maybe held like trophies of his victims like locks of hair or something like that but we never saw him take anything off of marion so i would assume not it would have to be something that would very quickly make you go oh shit yeah (laughs) because she doesn't look at it that long no she's like she just looks at just immediately she's like oh my god so maybe he just wrote i killed everyone maybe. <laughs> love norman maybe like oh i hate my mother and i poisoned her okay love you bye <laughs> dear diary <laughs> dear diary i am very emo today my mom told me that she doesn't love me anymore so i poisoned her oatmeal and her little boyfriend too <laughs> Anyway, see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I actually just found in my little trivia facts. Um, it says she picks up an unmarked book and looks inside. Back in the 1960s, books that were unmarked like that implied they contained pornography. The original novel oh. points out that the book has pornographic pictures in it, which can be gleaned by um, the facial reaction. 
Oh, so, okay. Apparently I didn't even think of that. All right. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's probably some, like, gross, icky Just... stuff that he was into where she was like, ooh, he's he bad news. And also, like, it's supposed to be the mother's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so imagine, like, going into someone you think is, like, this old lady, and then, like, there's just these nasty-ass books yeah. <laughs> next to her bed. It's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, this old lady was a freak. <laughs> she could get down. <laughs> she did some kinky shit. <laughs> and then, like, Norman Bates comes into the stellar dressed as his mom and goes, Stop kink-shaming me! <laughs> The true lesson from Psycho. And, Don't kink shame. And Layla turns around and goes, kink shaming is my kink. <laughs> Dude, Funny. we need to do a remake of it with that ending. With the, the, with the uh, audio from that vine. Oh my god. <laughs> the best. I feel like that's a good place to end it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, do you want to talk about, like, the last scene at all, though? Because I've definitely seen that scene oh, before, oh, okay. and I didn't remember right. seeing that scene. Oh, do you have anything you want to say about it? I, I just, like, his facial expressions are impeccable. Like, he's yeah. an amazing actor. And apparently, just... um, the skull that shows up, that, like, flashes for a second, is yeah. only on some of the film, like, with some of the the reels. Yeah. Um. Hitch- I think I remember reading about that somewhere. Yeah. He thought he went too far with it, so it's only on some of them, I guess. I would agree. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's- yeah, I I feel like that creepy smile kind of tells you enough. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't harm a fly. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like we get it. Yeah. <laughs> that part was... I, I feel like that's iconic. Like, I don't even know oh, absolutely. how I've seen that part, where I've seen that part, but I, I just, like, knew. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and also that, uh, yeah, like, I she wouldn't harm a fly is an iconic line. Mm-hmm. And also, like, we all go a little mad sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I think at the end we should kind of say with all of these, like, what we think of it now do we think we they've held up do you think it's worth watching it oh yeah instead of just knowing the references to it because like i only know the references to things okay um yeah we can do that yeah uh yeah obviously this movie is worth seeing yeah. it's it's part of it's part of like the classic film canon it's, a, it's an awesome movie and like it's just a great uh study in how like um horror movies like started to get made after that like it really like is a really important part of film history so yeah absolutely it's worth seeing mm-hmm. on its own merits not just to get other people's references yeah i definitely agree i genuinely enjoyed it there was no part of it where i was like i wish this was over it didn't feel yeah, too it was long a very tightly paced movie yes very tightly paced and yeah it, it's got a good arc to it it's groundwork for so many other movies that i've seen that i'm glad that i've now seen this and it's like a piece of art so Mm -hmm. it was was really cool it was a fun experience (laughs) a plus i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah (laughs) a for alfred plus (laughs) i i i'm honestly like i don't even know how anyone would not like this movie yeah i i don't know i don't think that that's possible like that I mean, of course, I can understand not being someone's favorite movie. It's not. It's not my favorite movie. Yeah. By any means, but like, um, but yeah, like if you don't like this movie at all, like, you just have really bad taste and stuff, and you probably think the Transformers movies are great or something. I don't know. <laughs> True story. Or you're like, I oh, I don't like movies one. in black and white. You know oh, that yeah. sort of thing. That's very annoying when people. <laughs> one are of like those that. people. All right. So yeah, that's that's about it. I think we covered everything. I I'm sure that we didn't cover nearly as many of the things that. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about with this yeah. movie too. So of course we're not gonna get yeah. to everything. We covered and all of our notes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the important thing. Yeah. <laughs> Should we have like a thing we say when we sign off? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Is it kind of, it kind of feels weird just having just end abruptly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Unless you want to have closing music as well. We could try that. We could try, I don't know. Um, 
I, I'm stuck and this is going to be a lot that I'm going to have to cut out of the end because I, I'm confused and don't know what to say now. <laughs> okay. I feel like we're gonna. You're gonna have to cut out a lot of the Game of Thrones stuff too. I I'm probably like gonna just... leave it in there. Honestly, it's a good discussion. <laughs> Come for the movies, stay for us ripping into Game of Thrones every single week. <laughs> he just like in the like every single episode, we just like randomly yeah. just like trash talk Game of Thrones. And also, <laughs> fuck the Mother of Dragons episode when she's being lifted up by all the people that aren't uh, white. It just like did no one, no one be like guys. This doesn't look this good. Isn't, this is <laughs> not right. one single person. Honestly, there probably was one single person that said it. I'm sure there because... were. I'm sure there were several people on set who were yep. like, "Listen, this doesn't really look great." But they're like, "No, it's, it's part beautiful." Of and you know what they probably it's... said? Well, we sent it to legal, and they said it was fine. We can't get in trouble for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course you're not going to get in trouble, legal trouble yeah. over it. That's that's basically a line <sighs> that I got at work about something that I tried to bring up, but. Yeah. Uh, corporate America. The fun, <laughs> the fun of life in America in the year 2017. Woohoo. Yep. But anyways, yeah, I think that's our podcast. So yeah. uh, I'm not sure. I think we're doing Carol next time, right? Yes, we are doing Carol. All right. <laughs> yes. Yes. So stay tuned for some beautiful lesbian goodness. Lesbian. Yeah. Yeah, they're <laughs> lesbians, Harold. <laughs> That's like the only like Carol reference that exists. Harold, they're lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even in the movie; it's just a meme. <laughs> All right, uh, yeah. So, and we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about the book too during that podcast, or I'm going to at least. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah. I haven't read it, but I maybe I won't have time. Maybe I'll get that before vacation and read it then. Yeah.